0: You're listening to Radio Tabs Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue. The same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au And, of course, uh, thanks to Garrard's Horse and Hound. It's a uh, very good morning to uh, Darren Clayton at And, yeah, Darren is there. Good morning, Darren. How are you? Yeah,
1: good morning, Granny. How are you today?
0: Yeah, not too bad. And, of course, Chris Bass be having uh, a bit of a break. You're back on the weekend, of course. But uh, Anthony Collins calling the action at uh, Albion Park. And still plenty to discuss after a big weekend of uh, harness racing.
1: Yeah, certainly. There's plenty going on. And... uh we had news come out this morning that Merlin, a three-year-old mm. from New Zealand, he's been invited to the Rising Sun and they've uh, taken up that offer. He's probably, or arguably, New Zealand's best three-year-old pacer this uh, this season. He's currently an 11-time winner from just 14 starts and he's won two of his past three, three of his past four Um, he won the New Zealand Derby two starts ago at Auckland, and then he came out again last start and uh, scored a good win there. And uh, off the back of that, Barry Purden and Scott Phelan, the co-trainers, they've accepted the offer for Merlin, he's owned in Queensland interest, to come across and tackle the Rising Sun, and uh, he'll obviously have possibly uh, a few other targets like the Queensland Derby, which is a couple of weeks after the Rising Sun. So we get to see him. We've now got Leap to Fame locked in. We've got Merlin locked in. It's really starting to take shape is this carnival.
0: Yeah, it certainly is. The Rising Sun there on July 8th, of course, the increased prize money as well. We've had the uh, invasion of the uh, New Zealand thoroughbreds and uh, the harness looks like they're going to follow as well. But uh, your first guest, uh, Nathan, is uh, online for you, Darren.
1: Yeah, I wanted to get uh, Nathan Rothwell on this morning, Brownie. Uh, young trainer, driver, and he's originally from Queensland, made his way back up here and uh, had his first success back in Queensland on Sunday. Nathan, good morning and congratulations on that win on Sunday at Marburg. Thanks for that,
2: Darren.
1: Um, it's great great to be on. you um, you originally from Queensland and then you headed off down to Victoria with uh, yourself and your brother and your family, um, can you just explain to the listeners what, uh, why you moved to Victoria and what you got out of that move?
2: Um, yeah, so we were both from Queensland originally. Um, we moved to Victoria just to do our set uh, four in harness racing trainer-driver, uh, the both of us. Um, that took about two and a half years. Um, the plan was to always go down there for that amount of time and um come back up um back to home and yeah it was great down there we learned a lot um, and um yeah we've actually uh closed it probably about six uh, 6 months after we finished so we were the last two people to go through that um that course there so we timed it right and um yeah we learned a heap and we're we're back up here with a lot of knowledge
1: great stuff and uh, you you've got a, a small stable at the moment and you've you've set up camp out west of Ipswich uh, at Mount Helen uh, have you got your track up and running yet or do you do you go into Marburg for your fast work
2: um, yeah we've got a uh, about 350 meter jug track at the moment um, we're still working on our fast work track that'll that'll probably be in within the next uh, couple months um, but yeah yeah we've been just been going to Marburg um, to work there which has been pretty good Um, so yeah it'll be great when we've got that fast work track in but yeah Marburg's been great
1: Well Tommy Bly he was your first winner since relocating, you've you've had a handful of wins while you were based down in Victoria but Tommy Bly's your first back on home soil and he probably paid the, the benefit of That home track knowledge there at Marburg on Sunday. You were able to to burrow through and hold out BG's best for the lead and it was a pretty solid lead time. Um, Were you concerned at any stage in the run that you might have just spent a little bit too much in those early stages? Um,
2: I mean he's been working great around Marburg. Um, He always tends to work a bit better than how he races which is a bit frustrating Um, but yeah we thought going into that run that um, he's been working really good around there so we thought uh, he'd hopefully take that into the race um, which he did, which was great um, but yeah, it'd be great just to see him show a little bit more of his ability um, yeah, and take it to race day, which hopefully he starts to do.
1: Yeah, well that could be a good confidence building win there on Sunday. Um Uh, Tommy Bly and BG's best, he broke well clear of the rest of the pack. It was a a 1.8 metre winning margin and then a further 20 metres back to the third place horse. So um, like you say, while he might not be taking it to the races, he probably hasn't been too far away of late. He was a a good second, a couple of runs back behind Mr Domingo, who's a a fairly handy three-year-old. So um, what's sort of the plan now? you just sort of keep trying to find the right race for him and just keep chipping away?
2: Yeah, that's pretty much it. We've just got to try to find the good draws for him. He tends to go good in front or behind the leader. Um, you can just, yeah, when he, when he gets back in the field, he can just tend to think a little bit too much. He's got a bit of a mind of his own. So, yeah, if we can just um, try to keep him to the inside draws as much as we can, um, I think you will have some success
1: and another one of your horses goes around tomorrow night at Redcliffe, and that's the, the mare, Player Blanca. Now, she's she's come back from a spell since you've been up here and probably hasn't really had much go her way. It was a good second, a couple of runs back in a, in a heat of the 70 series. They're proving very strong at the moment, and you were runner-up in that heat to Melton Beach, who went on to win the final. How do you think she's going to go tomorrow night at Redcliffe? I think... Um, my assessment of it is that um, it it looks a a pretty winnable race that one.
2: Yeah for sure, I think it's a a, a fairly decent drop in grade um, compared to some of the races she's been going around Um, so she'll appreciate that and hopefully if she shows um, some of her gait speed and we can find the front, well um, yeah, she's going to prove hard to beat I think.
1: And how many horses do you have in work? I I know one of your other stable stars a perfect dance we haven't seen her in queensland yet is she back in work or is everything okay there
2: yeah she's back in work um she's just about ready to hobble now um she's been swimming and and she's come along nicely so um yeah i'd probably say uh between realistically six and eight weeks i reckon we'll see her back
1: good stuff and while well, you're doing the training and driving, you're also starting to pick up a few outside drives, so you're, you're certainly available for, for other trainers and owners. Should they want to put you on?
2: Yeah, for sure, definitely. Um, I'm grateful for any opportunity
1: I can get. So, yeah,
2: any any opportunities I can get, that, um, that that'd be really appreciated.
1: And you take one of those this afternoon in the last race. You go into Albion Park with the drive on Roll1Over, who was a winner three starts ago for Taylor Gillespie, and you've got the drive there today. Um, how do you think that will play out? There's a couple of uh, early scratchings there off the front line um, with Despondent and Bitcoin out. How do you think that will sort of play out there today with Roll1Over in race 10?
2: Oh, uh, Look, I think it's a, it's probably a winnable race for him. Um, he's um, He obviously went around Saturday in a... Much harder race Just never got into it Um, Where this race Yeah the scratchings help we Will probably end up 1-1 I'd say And just yeah Just depending on how the race plays out um, Yeah he should should be in the finish Um, He seems to be um, quite a a tough horse That keeps grinding to the line So yeah we'll just see how he goes But yeah I reckon he's a definite chance
1: That's a pick up drive for you there tonight So um, 537 race 10, number two, row on over. Really appreciate your time this morning, Nathan, and good luck with the uh, continued success since you've come back home. And uh, yeah, good luck. Play a tomorrow night and Tommy Bly going forward.
0: All right, uh, Darren, yeah, just, he's just gone there. Uh, Nathan, but your next guest, uh, Graham, is standing by.
1: Yeah, I wanted to get Graham on today, but it's uh, a little bit of a bit, bittersweet moment. We wanted to have a talk about despondent, and I guess things might be a little bit despondent around your stables this morning. Let's say good morning, Graham. Yeah, g'day, Darren. How are you? Yeah, good. Now, your son, Lane, is probably the most anticipated 16th birthday of anyone going around at the moment, I'd imagine, and he was due to have his first drive this afternoon on despondent, Unfortunately, you've had to scratch him.
3: Yeah, well, he's learnt the those most valuable lesson straight away. You can never um, count on anything in this game. And uh, he, uh, he he certainly learnt that the hard way. The horse has got a cold. And um, unfortunately, he'll have to be taken out this afternoon.
1: So, despondent's the name of the horse. And how's Lane holding up? Is he, he coped all right? He doesn't have to wait long. He's got another drive tomorrow night.
3: Yeah, he's got two drives tomorrow night. Um, you know, they're, they're even chances, I suppose. And, uh, you know, he'll get his, get his go. And it's just, he's um, just got to wait a bit longer, that's all.
1: We've got a, a few runners in there tonight, or this afternoon, I should say, at Albion Park. And um, the first one is in race eight, horse number six, Hipstar. Now, this guy is absolutely flying at the moment. He had a long time off the scene. What was sort of the 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 reasoning there? Why he had such a long time off? Was it injury or just some other issues going on there?
3: Yeah, he had an injury. Um, Darren. He, um, he actually took the top of his uh, sesamoid bone off, and it sort of um, at the time we thought he might have had a fracture in his cannon bone. So we had to sort of make sure that wasn't the case, and so he had to have time off, and uh, so we couldn't operate on that particular the sesamoid side of it. So he had a heap of time off, come back, the had healed up. But then when we brought him back into work again, it actually peeled that back up. So then we just took that out. And once we've taken that out, he hasn't looked back. So um, now that piece is gone, um, he's had the time to sort of recoup. And uh, at the moment, he, he's just getting better and better. And uh, I couldn't be happier with him, to be honest.
1: Yeah, so he's a, a winner at last start time out in the Jack and Kay Waltersbill Memorial. Led from the front over the 2100, that that race absolutely sizzling last quarter of 54-2. Um, he seems like he's very versatile as well. How much further do you think he can go?
3: Well, he's a sort of a horse that's is uh, pretty untapped really. He, uh, he he's not the brightest sort of horse, and but he's definitely starting to get it all together. I, I've always had a huge opinion of him, and uh, and his record sort of shows that. Because um, once he sort of switches on He, he can really string them together And uh, I think he's just starting to get towards that again And um, with the harder racing And uh, a bit more experience And he's definitely steering and driving A lot better now too I, I think um, with all those things coming together I think he'll, uh, he'll improve into a very nice horse
1: So he goes around in race number 8 today He's currently $6 with the tab Drawn a bit awkwardly in gate 6 Over the mile What... Uh, what do you sort of, th- plenty of speed to his inside too. You just play it by ear and hope they go a bit too hard or you know, well, yeah uh, put him into it?
3: Yeah, well, I think that's probably the best go. Um, I'll put it this way. I don't want any pressure to be on, on Brendan or the horse, and I think it's best just to, I don't really, you know, I just say good luck to Brendan. Yeah, we don't want to have those preconcepted, you know, like ideas to, to do something, but I do believe he will uh, race well and... Um,
1: no matter which way he goes. A couple of races earlier in race six, you've got Heston Zoolander going around, currently $6.50 chance. He was mighty impressive two starts back at Redcliffe, ran a super 1,780-metre trip. Um, Not too far away again last start. How's how's he heading into today?
3: Yeah, he had a virus... um, Oh, say three say three weeks ago. And uh, anyway, he's just coming back now. But I couldn't be happier with him, to be quite honest. And uh, I, I do like him when he can lead. I, I think that way you can sort of rate him when he gets up on the bit a bit and roll along. But with the sit, he can actually, he can sort of get home quite hard. But at the moment, um, we haven't quite worked out how to drive him best with the sit, you know, because he can be a little bit patchy. But I do believe he's got the speed to get into the race, with
1: the um, race tractable as well. So we'll see what happens. And like you mentioned there, so you ended up just with the two runners now with the Spondent coming out and a few tomorrow night where Lane will get his chance. And just want a quick word on number in race 10 tomorrow night at Redcliffe, and Chicka. Um, probably looks at a nice step back in grade after she had to step up at a pretty strong Albion Park maiden last time out. How do you think she sort of lines up there tomorrow night?
3: Well, like you said, it just looks like she's probably well placed there, you know, um, hopefully she can take control of the race, um, you know, she's still a baby obviously and, uh, you know, you always hope they keep taking them steps, you know, but she she has sort of um, taken the right one so far and I just hope she continues on, on tomorrow night.
1: Lovely, well, thanks for your time this morning, Graeme, and... Uh Best luck, best wishes for Lane tomorrow night. Hopefully he gets on the board. He might have to wait a little bit longer, but uh, like you said, that's part of this game.
3: That's it. That's the game, and, uh, you know, he's got a lot to learn, and I think that's the first part of it, so uh, I'm sure he'll be fine.
1: Nothing like a false start. Thanks, Graham. <laughs>
3: Thank you. Bye.